Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 148 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Fam, we love you so much. So glad that you engage in the socials and we're developing this community and listening to the podcast. Thank you. We got these three E's we talk about every week. We want to entertain you. We want to encourage you and we want to equip you. And I got a guy today here with me who could add so many more E's to that list of three. It is the one and only Big Arrivederci, Pastor Scott Long here. Well, it's always fun to be together. We just kind of uh, throw a mic and uh, then talk about talk about life. Um, so uh, super grateful, as Brian says, that uh, you've tuned in with us um, because I think all of us walk away just better uh, in our craft and better with each other and not feeling like we're so alone in everything that we do. And so let me give you just a little peek of what's happening on uh, this episode. You're gonna hear some great resources uh, like uh, like normal, you're gonna you're gonna laugh because we got some killer uh, prayer concerns that are they have just they have just been on point lately. Not that they're not usually, but it's a so super good. kind of crazy so that's good. happening right, so right so now. Good. And then we have a phenomenal interview that we finished Oof. with Todd Elliott from Philo. Philo is a conference first in, last out. It's one of the premier production conferences in the country, but probably in the world. There's actually an international mm-hmm. following on this. Todd is a friend of ours, uh, recent friend in the last couple of years and love, love, love his heart. And so we just sat down with him and asked him some very pointed questions when it comes to leadership and serving in the production world. And so if you're in the production world, you're especially going to enjoy it uh, today. Even if you're not, Todd brings some great, as a senior pastor, I was even like, oh man, that's good. I need to, I need to work on it. And I need to do that. And so that's going to be part of our, our, podca- our podcast today. But Brian, before we go too far, why don't you tell uh, everybody about our sponsor, Planning Center? We love Planning Center, you guys. Um, Planning Center, okay, so it is... It is just revolutionized the way I do ministry. Um, And they have a free app now that you can give your congregation. Uh, So if you have access to to Planning Center, you can give your your people in your church, the congregation, access uh, to an app where they can connect to the life of your church by uh, checking in their families, giving, joining groups, managing managing their own uh, personal profile, register for events. And now... The services app is connected uh, in there as well. So imagine a family, a, a guy who plays guitar on your team, he can jump in there, check his family in, uh, join a group, he can give, and he can reply to his planning center serving request through the services app. So guys, they have just taken it up a level. That, mm. uh, you, that, that's what they do. They, they revolutionize things. So you can learn more at planningcenter.com slash church-center. We love them. Uh, okay, so man, it's been a minute since the two of us have done one of these, and yeah, so yeah. let's we're gonna catch up here. So I got a question for you: When is the last time you got like super fired up, like pumped? Uh, you know what, man? We are in the middle right now at at our church of doing a um, 
uh, a series called Rooted, which uh, a ton mm-hmm. of people have done, but it's a small group uh, series. And it's also a, it's kind of an all church thing. <clears throat> so we're pre- I'm preaching along with it. And then we do small group times, but it really gets down to kind of the nitty gritty. And so part of it is that there's a prayer night in the middle, like week three or four, mm-hmm. like all the small groups come together at uh, a location this is our church, one of our, a couple, two of our church campuses uh, and prayed and, you know, like, oh, prayer night, man, nah, nah. Well, we did that a couple of weeks ago, man. And we had in our church, our church was established in 1925. And the best that we can tell uh, two weeks ago, we had the largest prayer gathering in our history. Come on. And dude, it just fired me up because it was outside. We're doing this worship and prayer thing outside. And we just, we said, okay, we're going to take 30 minutes. Everybody spread out on their own and pray. And then we're going to get back together. And when when our when our small group, which is not super small, it's about thirty college students, came back together, they were like, "This was so amazing! I've never really taken time to do this before." And so it's really cool to see um, just spirituality become real and get into and get into real life. And so that's like just super pumping me up uh, right now because I'm I'm mm-hmm. literally watching with my eyes our mission of seeing people take a step closer to Christ and just get come get on fired up on it. So come so yeah man I'm, I'm I'm pretty fired up on that. What about you man? That is awesome. That is awesome. Um okay so mine is probably going to be a little less spiritually significant than yours, but um if you've listened to the podcast for very long, you know that I've talked often about uh, our church has uh, three campuses uh, outside of the main campus. Mm-hmm. And in opening all those campuses, we've never added any staff members. Well, this week, guys, we added a new production staff member. Wow. <laughs> I am so pumped. I could not be more pumped because with only one production guy, when he goes down or equipment mm. goes down and he's in the middle of something, guess who taps in? That has been me for many years. And if you know me at all, you know how terrifying that is because I know nothing. Uh, so yeah, super pumped about that and, and just how that's going to affect the everyday of ministry uh, at Mount Pleasant and how it's going to help improve our weekends. So, Mm. um, Mm. hey, you wrote a new book this last year called Ditch. Mm -hmm. How's it going, man? What are you hearing from people and where can people get a copy? Yeah, it's going going really well. As a matter of fact, I was with a friend today who was just coming out of... uh, coming out of surgery. He's down for six weeks, young guy. Uh, so he's, he's off work and he's like, Hey, uh, I'm going back through ditch again, just to make sure that my mind's in, in the right place. It's all about mm-hmm. Romans 12. Paul says that we're transformed by the renewal of our mind. So if you wrestle with fear or anxiety or worry, uh, which are, you know, some of my battles, uh, this is going to be a resource that, that super, uh, helps, helps you out. Uh, with that. So yeah, you can, uh, you can grab that at scottlonger.com if you want to. I haven't, my first book, Soul Coma, actually, uh, our first printing sold out uh, two weeks ago. I came back from uh, speaking at nice. a, a team worship, worship and production team retreat and, uh, and thought I had, thought I had plenty left and those kind of, those kind of went. So um, that's a, that's a great resource too. And nice. we got some new ones coming in that's on that. That's a good problem, but, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I didn't expect, I didn't expect that. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been kind of, been kind of fun. New video, uh, series that's in the works on communication. I bet a lot of people say 
hey, how, how, how can I speak better? Or I'm, I'm doing devotionals, or I'm doing preaching or whatever. And so I'm just kind of breaking all that down, but we'll, we can talk about that, mm-hmm. talk about that uh, uh, another, another day. What I really would like to have yeah. is a couple hundred thousand dollars of free AV though. And I'm Come having a hard on, right? time finding a place where I could get like, I mean, it's like, like, like there's somebody giving away that much, that much in gear, right. you know? Gratis. Uh, you guys, our friend Daniel Gorley at Five Words Media, he's doing season three of Free Church AV, a system up to $200,000. And, you know, he's done it twice already. Hope Church in Danville, Virginia was the season one church. Uh, season two took us to Honolulu, Hawaii with the good people at Ohana Baptist Church. And uh, guys, it's it's unreal uh, how how God is using this uh, to encourage the kingdom and um, to to help shine a light on ministries and churches that uh, just need some uh, need an assist on uh, to the tech side. So, man, mm-hmm. freechurchav.com, jump in. Uh, it's really not that complicated to to enter. Uh, but here's the deal: you got to be in it to win it. So, season three, mm-hmm. freechurchav.com. Get in, and uh, you got to be in it. So who knows what what mm-hmm. God could do? Um, also, check out Five Words Media on uh, on all the socials. Um, hey, we've been telling you about this uh, collab we have coming up with Logos Bible Software. Uh, that's coming soon, so keep an eye on our socials and on their socials. Uh, we're going to have a live uh, web event coming at the end of October, and it's going to be awesome. So, guys. Uh, keep an eye out for the collab with Logos Bible Software. Nice. Hey, let's transition into uh, one of the favorite parts of the podcast, a little section we call Prayer Concerns. Guys, Scott was exactly right earlier. You have been crushing this, uh, your prayer concerns game uh, here recently. Keep them coming, man. Go to worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab up in the menu and submit yours. It'll always be anonymous. Uh, Your name, your church's name, we'll never share any of that. And uh, here's what a prayer concern is. Every church has a response device, a live stream chat, YouTube comments, uh, all those. Sometimes... uh, people will share actual prayer requests in there. Hey, can you pray for my mom? She's having surgery, whatever. Uh, sometimes they, they they feel a little extra. Uh, they might like, use, like to use that to, to tell you how they, they think you're you're doing. So uh, we, we share those anonymously on the podcast every week. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. Why don't you take requests? That's it. That's just... <laughs> Well, why don't you take requests? Yeah, just curious, a little curiosity there. Why don't you take requests? <laughs> like it's a like it's a dueling piano bar, you know, like like that's yeah, exactly it. exactly. <laughs> why don't you why don't you tie? Piano that's what man. I would say. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh my lord. Okay, number two, prayer concern. Uh, number two. I'm a female worship leader. I had a congregant come up to me uh, after I led uh, worship one morning and said to me, I feel like the Lord has told me, Uh-oh. you're you're the Carrie Job to my Cody Carnes, and I think we're meant to be together. <laughs> this one shook me, man. It shook me to my core, right? 
<laughs> she, she goes on to say, it was so cringe, but I laugh about it now. He's still single to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be on a t-shirt, but it shouldn't be on a t-shirt. You know, I feel like it's... <laughs> You're you the gotta, carried to my Cody. Dude, you got to, that's just ripe for a meme. You've got to <laughs> yes, do is, something yes, with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst pickup line we've heard in oh a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Okay, number three, prayer concern number three. I was called in to sing on a Sunday morning because one of the leaders was had called out sick. After the service, I had a gentleman come up to me and tell me that this was the first time he was actually able to just sit and listen uh, to how deep the Father's love is because he always was so moved when the other worship leader sings it. I think that's just a mm. little backhanded there. You know, I mm. could actually sit and listen to this. I wasn't moved. To, I wasn't moved to worship. I was just sitting and listening. Yeah. Thanks for being, thanks for being lame. Helped me out today. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. <laughs> Uh, okay, number four, prayer concern number four. You have a lovely smile, but when you lead worship, your face is disgusting. <laughs> I'm not exactly that, sure what they're trying to say there, but maybe they could you, could you be much. a little more direct. That's a, that's a little much. I, <laughs> can, you say, can you say that again? Makes me uncomfortable. Uh, you have a lovely smile, but when you lead worship, your face is disgusting. <laughs> your face is disgusting. <laughs> Only when yeah. you lead worship. Yeah. Wow. That's a throat punch. That's a throat punch right there. Man. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's a long well. year, long year, long year throat punch. Uh, okay. Here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. This is from a seasoned saint in our congregation. That drummer needs to tone it down some. Sounds like he's beating on a bunch of drums up there. Hmm. How? <laughs> <laughs> oh. How do you respond yeah. to that? How do you respond it, yeah. to that? It, yeah, yes. Kind, kind of yes. is. Yes. Yes. And amen. What do you want him to sound like? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, fam. Uh, okay. So those are prayer concerns. Please keep yours coming. You can, uh, you can DM them to us on Instagram or uh, you can go to worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab up in the menu and uh, submit yours anonymously. Well, like Scott said earlier, we recently had a chance uh, to sit down with our great friend, uh, Todd Elliott from Philo. Uh, they're, they're changing the game for technical artists and those yeah. who serve in production. So uh, let's dive into our conversation with Todd Elliott. The Worship Leader Probs podcast is thrilled to have Todd Elliott from Philo on this week. Todd, how you doing? Hey, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, it's so good to yeah. have. We're we're always on the lookout for organizations who are just crushing it for the kingdom, mm -hmm. and we have always felt such a heart match with you guys. And uh, Scott and I got to be at Philo last year and just absolutely love what you guys are doing. And so today, guys, we get a chance to talk to the man behind <laughs> Philo. The curtain, yeah, right. Right, yeah. the curtain is pulled and we have the wizard. Yeah. Uh, so Todd, you're do, you do so many things and have done so many things. You, you're like the most interesting man in the world. So <laughs> we, have you, we have you captive here today. Yeah. So, 
can you tell us a little bit about your story? Like sure. how did how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, it's a kind of a long meandering story, probably like a lot of people, but. Um, yeah, I was the kid who in high school uh, was helping fix the film projector in my class. Uh, if those of you who remember film projectors, if you don't, you know, you can Google it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, just was uh, involved in a church uh, that my mom helped start meeting in a middle school. And so just started running, you know, one microphone and, a, and the record on the cassette deck. That was my job. And then... Uh, as the church grew, I got to grow with it. So, you know, now two mics and the record deck and at a <laughs> nice, keyboard nice. and, okay, no, drums, oh my goodness, and a par can, you know. So uh, <laughs> I got to learn kind of <clears throat> as it went. Um, I had no concept, I, I loved doing it, but I had no concept that you could do it uh, for a career. Uh, so I just went to college, uh, not just, but, you know, I went to college, uh, <laughs> yeah, got my yeah. industrial engineering degree. Oh, um, and I thought this will be a good backup plan to like, I'm going to try and do something in the area of production uh, for a living. And so I was uh, involved with a church and I ended up getting a job there um, and did everything. We were meeting in, you know, middle school again. Uh, and yeah, just was part of this portable church experience for probably eight years or so. Wow. And then we built our own building. And over the years, I sort of went from being the audio person and leading the team to, okay, now I'm leading a video team. I, uh, I don't even know how video works, but somebody's <laughs> got to do it. And <laughs> That's right. because That's nobody right. else knew uh, at the church, I was like, well, if it sucks, um, you know, who else is going to do it? So we're just, <laughs> we have to be patient for it to get better because Todd's the guy. So uh, yeah, That's then right. moved to lighting and set design and then pretty soon found myself leading tech people, which, you know, I'm a tech person. I'm not, uh, I, I know how to push the buttons and make things happen, but leading people was like a huge shock to the system. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, just like spent a lot of time reaching out to other people. I mean, this is back in, you know, pre-internet days, like call information and get the number to Saddleback Church. <laughs> right. Can I talk to some tech person? You know, just like cold calling big churches. Uh, can I talk to somebody there? Um, yeah, which led to a lot of uh, interesting conversations and some great relationships that, you know, I was just saying, what do I do about this? Or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the youth pastor is driving me crazy. What? How can I do this better? And, you know, uh, they would usually say, well, our youth pastor drives us crazy too. So there is no answer to that <laughs> question. Just, sorry, um, like, you guys, oh. <laughs> you folks. Yeah, that's awesome. At that's least awesome. I'm not alone, you know, that, which was yeah, a huge, yeah. huge uh, boost for me um, just to know like I'm not crazy mm -hmm. because most people at my church had no idea what I, what I spent my time on, how, how it all happened. Right. And so having other people that I could connect with was super important. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so along the way, um, just decided, I mean, if I need this, uh, this kind of connection and community, and then there's probably a need for other people. So let's just gather people together. And so mm -hmm. I was living in the Detroit area at the time. And so just, I sent again, this like pre-internet age, let's send out postcards to, I don't even know where we got a list of churches in the Metro Detroit area. Let's mm -hmm. say, yeah, let's, we're meeting on this night uh, at our church and we're just gonna hang out. We're gonna talk about how we all do stuff yes. and learn from each other. And 250 people came um, wow. yeah. and they just kind of stared at, uh, at us like, uh, you know, how do you guys do that? We don't, we didn't come with anything prepared. We want to know how you're doing it. Mm -hmm. um, 
which uh, we were not prepared for. Uh, but it, it just led to, hey, let's do this again, maybe with some more intentionality and just encourage people and love on them and train them uh, in the process. And uh, that was in the early 2000s. Uh, so, um, I mean, fast forward through my years at Willow Creek and uh, yeah, doing that a lot with the Arts Conference, if uh, some of your listeners sure. remember those days. Oh, no, so I absolutely. got to be super involved in that. Um, that ended, and then we, from a tech standpoint, transitioned into doing an event called Gurus of Tech, which was something some guys uh, put together during the NAB conference mm, uh, nice. to meet at Central Christian Church in Vegas. Like, hey, we're all here mm. for NAB. Let's just get together. Nice. Um, so we kind of, uh, I'll just... <laughs> for lack of a better term, we Willow Creeked it. Uh, so we mm. turned it into a big conference event. Um, and then that ended. Um, and uh, through a series of events, uh, I, I felt like God was really calling me away from Willow Creek, not necessarily mm. to anything, just like your mm. time is done here, which mm. was mm. like a very uncomfortable uh, place to be. But yeah. uh, a huge formation spiritually for me, that whole process, and felt like, all right, time to go. Uh, what am I going to do? No idea. Um, mm. And then um, somewhere along the way, I was actually listening to a, a talk by Louis Giglio. Oh, nice. And he was talking about climbing the Matterhorn, which is a giant mountain in uh, the Alps. And he's like, oh. I have no idea how to climb a mountain, but I know how to take the next step. Mm. Take mm. the step mm. in front of me, the next step, the next step. And trust that eventually, you know, we're going to make it to the top, which he did. But the the metaphor was kind of the way that we trust God. Um, you know, you're responsible for the step right in front of you uh, that He's revealing. And I was looking at my life and like, oh, this gathering of tech people is kind of in my story. I'm just going to maybe do that uh, now that this other thing is done, and awesome. see what happens. And so that's really how Philo came about. Uh, just uh, trying to like gather tech people, give them a chance for community and mm -hmm. develop their skills and hopefully inspire them to keep going and what they do matters. And uh, yeah, so that was 2014. And I said, you know, if it's, if it stinks, we'll just stop doing it. Um, but if it doesn't, we'll just keep going until, until it's time to stop. And so that was uh, however many years, seven years ago. Great. So, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And Philo yeah, first stink. in, last out. You know, so yep. great, yep. great uh, ministry to to production leaders. Hey, Todd, I'd, I'd love for you to to kind of <clears throat> chase down a little bit because you you made a comment in there about going from from tech to leading people, which yeah, yeah. is they're they're tied together, but they're also two different worlds, right? And you, for sure, you you I don't know how much you probably spend a little bit more time leading people now than you do tech. Is would that be correct or not? For sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what's, uh, what's some advice that you would give to some of our uh, production folks who find themselves in the place where they're, they, they've got the tech stuff down, but they're really wrestling with how do I lead people, whether it's my team, whether it's some uh, staff underneath me, what, what's some advice you would give, give to them? Yeah, I think the, uh, yeah, it's a, definitely a shock to the system. I mean, you, uh, mm. when you're just a follower, um, leading looks really easy and we all have opinions about how we would do it better <laughs> and whatever, you know, I think it doesn't matter what, what, uh, area you're working in. We all kind of have that tendency, but yeah, uh, waking up one day and being the leader. And my boss really said, you need to stop picking up new things to do. 
ah. new tasks to solve, new problems mm. to dig into, and now it's time to lead. Like wow. uh, at that time, there was I think maybe I had six people working, you know, on my team, wow. full time and part time, and and yeah, it was like okay, this is now the job. So what does that even mean? I I mean I don't even know. Or just my meetings all the time or, or what, mm. <laughs> uh, on one hand, yes, I was in meetings a lot. And my goal was sort of like, I'm in meetings. So my team doesn't have to be. Mm. And so the, somewhere along the way, I just got it into my head that, okay, I need to be resourcing my team. My job is to, mm. how can I clear the way for them to do the work? So part of that is, yeah, I'm in meetings a lot. The other part of it was really what are we trying to do? Where are we going and how are we gonna get there? Mm. Like somebody needs to think about that or come up with a mm. plan or at least start the conversation so that we can all be on the same page together. Um, mm. And that was a huge eye opener for me too. It's like, oh, we don't all think the same way about how we're doing mm. this job. Mm. And so, um, yeah, really um, spending some time to say what what matters to me uh, when it comes to doing production on the weekends? What are we trying to do? What's the goal? Because it can't just be, I want to do cool lighting or I want you know the mix yeah. to rock. There has to be more to it. Um, and <clears throat> so yeah, we spent a lot of time just kind of weeding through the, these are the things that are important for us to do, like create a distraction-free environment. You know, it's like one of the main things that we're trying to do. But is that mm -hmm. why we're doing it? Probably mm. not, no. So we mm. need to keep digging for something that gives us a little bit more purpose. Um, yeah, so figuring out those things was really important. And then communicating, because like mm. uh, nobody else understands what we're doing. And so <laughs> if I don't figure it out and communicate it, nobody's going to, uh, you know, yeah. if I'm the leader. So yeah. uh, that was something that I just definitely... Uh, I'm going to say had to get over myself, you know, just like mm -hmm. this is super uncomfortable and I don't like being up in front of even 10 people mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. talking about something mm -hmm. that we need to talk about. But if I don't do this, then it's not going to happen and we're not going to be as effective as we could be. Um, so if I'm a, if I'm a, a production person uh, at a church, uh, I'm the only full-time person I'm dealing with a, a group of volunteers. Mm -hmm. What would you say, what, what should be my percentage split between the number of, uh, what percentage of my time should be spent in uh, developing, recruiting, uh, supporting my volunteers versus the actual technical, I'm putting stuff in planning center, doing this, doing this. Oh man, <clears throat> it's a hard, I mean, it's like uh, 75%, uh, you know, into the volunteers and building that team and 75% into getting <laughs> stuff done. I mean, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, great. there's yeah. no great answer. Cause the, I mean, part of it is, you know, like putting information in planning center is helping resource the team. Mm, sure. Um, and I would, I would say, um, yeah, recruiting people and training people, super important. I think creating a culture is more important uh, because mm, mm. if you have a healthy culture, a fun culture, a, yeah, a culture yeah. of excellence, people are gonna be attracted to that or people will invite their friends to be a part of it. And so if you're, if you're just running around uh, like a chicken with your head cut off, who wants to be a part of that? So mm -hmm. I think going mm -hmm. back to like, what are we about? What are we trying to do? And then let's do this together. Because I think most, most people I know that volunteer in a production ministry, they're maybe at first they're interested in the gear, 
and the, the cool stuff, like, mm. ooh, those lights are really awesome, and maybe I could get behind the console one day. That lasts for maybe a month or two, mm. right. and then it becomes about the people, the people mm. you're serving mm. with, the, the team that you're with. And so if, um, yeah, to me, the creating something with the people is the most important thing you could spend your time on. And honestly, it's the hardest for a tech person, maybe this is an overgeneralization. I want to dig into the gear mm-hmm. and figure out, you know, like, how do I, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some like uh, amazing technical phrase, but I can't because I'm not really a tech person. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah, no, I still can't think of one. Uh, anyway, you know, like trying to figure out like the the ins and outs of your video switcher and how can mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, get the ME2 to you know automatic whatever. You know, the that's I'm I'm nobody needs to ask me to do that. I just do it automatically. Yeah. And so part of it is like pulling yourself out of that and pu- pouring yourself into the people side of it. I think is mm-hmm. that's really the big challenge of leading. Mm-hmm. Man, that's so good. That's so good. Um so you were the technical arts director at Willow Creek. Yep. How many years were you there? Uh, I was on staff a total of 10 years. I was the technical arts uh, leader for five, five of those wow. years. Wow, wow. Um, Which are like, okay, re- so- there's probably some dog year translate, you know, it's like really <laughs> equals 15 <laughs> yeah. years, you know, right, altogether. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Um, okay, so now you're you're doing file. I love the first in, last out. I love absolutely love it. it <laughs> if you were talking to... Okay, like a when you, when you started, you were uh, you know you had the one mic and the yeah yeah you know making sure that the cassette recorders like if you were talking to um, somebody who was just starting out mm-hmm. in production or maybe they're uh, maybe they're like a high level volunteer that high school kid who's looking for what is there a word of advice that you would give mm. to somebody like that who might be listening. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, on some level, just from a practical standpoint, there's a there's a lot to be learned by doing. Like w- mm. what we do is a it's like a trade to be learned. Like you, mm-hmm. so going to school for it is, um, n- in my mind, not as important as just getting your hands dirty doing mm. it. And so mm-hmm. when people are asking me, uh, you know, like high school kids, hey, where should I go to college for this? I'm like, well, I would recommend volunteering every moment you can working, mm-hmm. you know, helping mm-hmm. at a church yeah. or getting a job this summer, working at a production company, just stacking cases or, you know, unloading trucks or just getting around the industry uh, to learn kind of how to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's my practical advice. Um, jump in and do yeah, it. Yeah, just jump in and do it, and be <clears throat> be available and willing. And um, yeah, I think a lot can be uh, said for just being available. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Todd, you Love spend it. a lot a lot of time with a lot of people. You see tons <laughs> of churches, tons of uh, of production leaders. What do you think is the biggest challenge that faces our uh, our technical artists and everybody serving in production in this season? Oh gosh, there's probably so many uh, that we could talk about, especially kind of, uh, I was gonna say coming out of COVID, which I mean, hopefully that's what <laughs> that's what's going on now, I don't know. Uh, but the beyond that, I, I was having a conversation with a worship leader friend just about the, 
the tensions that can exist between production and worship, the worship team and the, mm -hmm. the platform and the booth. And I would say the, the, um, the biggest challenge that we're facing is relational, you know, just like the, yeah. do I trust okay. the person yeah. that's standing on stage? Do they trust mm -hmm. me? Can mm -hmm. I be trusted? Um, because I think so much of uh, the beauty of uh, the body of Christ comes from relationship. And mm. I think, uh, yeah, we, we're designed so differently, yet we need each other. And so, I don't know. I mean, I think the, the beyond developing a culture and relationship with your team, like spending time developing a culture and relationship with your worship leader and worship mm -hmm. leaders, vice versa. I spent Absolutely. so many, so many weekends wishing somebody would ask me how I was doing. Wow. And after a while I realized nobody's doing it. No one's coming wow. up to the booth to talk to me. So maybe I should go to the stage. Um, mm -hmm. If I want it to happen, I need to take responsibility for the mm -hmm. relationship. And so um, I think, uh, you know, there's a perception if you're not somebody that does anything from the platform, all those people seem super outgoing and, and uh, extroverted, which isn't necessarily true. Mm -hmm. right. um, and so, yeah, they're as uh, shy and awkward as I am. And mm -hmm. uh, they need somebody to uh, get out of their comfort zone to ask them how they're doing. Um, so, yeah, I would just say, yeah, investing in the relationship with your counterpart. That's awesome, man. I love that. That seems to kind of be a theme that is <laughs> surfacing here today is relationship. Like, yeah, yeah. This is not not rocket science, guys. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so you wrote a book. I absolutely love the title. I love Jesus, but I hate Christmas. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I good. can probably imagine uh, kind of where where that that came from. Um, so tell tell us a little bit about the book. Like, what do you hope people? What what do you hope the takeaway is after people read it? Yeah. After people buy it. Yeah, and then read, read it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so yeah. I, I think the the thing, the sort of the motivated. There's a huge long story about the title and how, you know even writing the book, but the the general sense that I had was that uh, the nor the average tech person is uh, I said it early gravitates towards figuring the gear out. So they like reading mm -hmm. manuals and getting online and watching training videos and all that stuff. But there's no real training manual for how to be a tech person in the local church, all the things that come with that, uh, set the gear aside, you know, what does it, what does it mean, uh, to be a part of the body of Christ? How do I work with my worship pastor? How do I lead tech people? And so the, the book is really a series of short chapters with discussion questions at the end of every chapter, mm -hmm. just to like, Hey, let's, I feel like it's a great resource for teams just to read through and like, Hey, what do we, whether you agree with the, the content or not, if it gets you talking about the subjects, like how, what do we think about excellence versus perfection? Like, mm. let's talk about it. If it, if it gets people talking about the things that matter, uh, that's sort of the hope. Mm, mm, Great. Mm. Hey, talk to us about, uh, Philo 2022 and, and how that's, that's shaping up and, um, what, what, I mean, we're huge, we're huge fans. Like, so, uh, <laughs> But for somebody who's like, man, I, I'm kind of on the fence, like, like, just tell us all about it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plans are coming uh, along pretty well. May 10th and 11th are the dates. 
Um, we're doing kind of the dual uh, event. We're doing a live in-person uh, version, and we're we're streaming it also. Okay. So there's um, yeah versions of both. We uh, it's probably crazy, but we stream everything. So main sessions, all the breakouts, everything uh, gets streamed, which uh, yeah is uh, tons of work. But the thing that I love most about that is we have a huge international audience mm -hmm. uh, that's been joining us the last couple of years. So uh, for instance, last year, the number one uh, country for viewing uh, online was the United States, which makes some sense. The number two country, I would have guessed Canada should have been number two. Uh, mm -hmm. India was number two, oh, wow. um, and Nairobi, nice, nice. Uh, or Ke uh, not uh, sorry, Nairobi's not a country, and Kenya wasn't number three, but it was uh, Nigeria. Uh, Nigeria oh, was wow. number three. Okay. So, wow. just um, yeah, we've got some great partnerships making that available uh, for people overseas. So uh, mm -hmm. that's really cool, and so we're going to do that again. Um, yeah, we're we're. We, I mean, you guys are involved in the experience conference, so you get mm -hmm. some of this, but the, it's really challenging to plan something without getting into a bigger and better mentality. Like it's gotta be bigger than last year. Yeah, it's gotta yeah, be better yeah. than yep. last year. Yep. And I think, uh, I feel like we do a great job every year and the goal is it's different, mm -hmm. uh, but it's as good. It's as good as mm -hmm. last year. And yeah, we, yeah. we try to fix the little things that we didn't love about the last year and make them better this year. Um, yeah, so we were way down the road with some great uh, main session speakers. Uh, we got uh, Delwyn uh, Island, who's our kind of our worship leader. He's mm -hmm. back mm -hmm. again and mm -hmm. uh, love that guy mm -hmm. and what awesome. he brings to our team. And yeah, so uh, yeah, we're we're kind of ramping up uh, right now for you know digging deep into the planning stages. So yeah, we're excited. Nice, nice. great. Uh, are registrations open? Registrations are open. So you can go to philo.org and uh, the very first thing you see is register for our event. So you can go there and uh, yeah, sign up for, yeah, <clears throat> the tickets are cheapest now. So uh, nice. I would say, uh, yeah, uh, if you have money left in your budget uh, for 2021, it. use it up uh, this way. Because <laughs> I would say, you know, going back to this idea of relationships and, and creating a culture, one of the best parts uh, that I love about Philo is that uh, a team piles in a van and right. drives from Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, you know, whatever. They've spent four or five hours in a van together. They're creating memories that have nothing to do with the crazy of Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, they're mm -hmm. just, we're just like people hanging out together. And then they're at the hotel afterwards and, you know, in, in breakouts together and the kind of the synergy that comes from uh, all attending an event together. You can't, I mean, it's like, it's like going to summer camp, you know, when you were a kid, it's like summer camp for tech people. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. and especially yeah. right that's now, I think awesome. we're all drinking that in, right? Where there's there's yeah, it's kind of like experience. I tell people like you can come with your with your team and worship together in the same room, and you're not right. when stuff falls apart. Like you're not that's Todd's it's not your, yeah. Todd's business. You that's not that. you don't have to yeah. worry about that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You've got uh, vendors that are that are all right there, and I love too, Todd that. Everybody's just super approachable. We had multiple mm. conversations. I brought my production guy last time, and uh, one of my production uh, folks, and uh, just having conversations with with 
some some people that turned into relationships. And so I just love that yeah. because there's this camaraderie of we're all collectively moving the, the church, uh, trying to move the church forward with what the Lord's doing. Yeah. So yeah, I can't, no, can't recommend so it highly awesome. enough. Yeah, so awesome. So philo.org, uh, it's May 10th and 11th, yep. uh, 2022. In and, Chicago. Uh, yeah. In Chicago. <laughs> uh, so go to philo.org, buy a copy of... Uh, the book, I Love Jesus, But I Hate Christmas, <laughs> and then register for Philo 2022, man. Um, okay, so we ask every, we end every interview the same way. We, call, we ask uh, every person we talk to the big room question. Okay. So if we could get every production leader and all their volunteers, every worship leader and all their volunteers, uh, we got them in a giant arena and we gave you a microphone, what, what would you feel compelled to say to them? Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like I've been saying it the whole time, uh, but uh, we're all a part of something that God is wanting to do in the world. And he's chosen to use us, mm, imperfect people, good. different people. Um, and I, I know for me, I spent a lot of years just being frustrated that we were so different, uh, that the people on the platform don't think like me, don't act like me, don't dress like me. And mm-hmm. so we spent a lot of time just sort of uh, butting heads until I realized like they're different. We're all different for a reason. We're all coming at this, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to say problem. It's not a problem, but we're all like looking at the services that we're trying to produce from different angles, from different perspectives uh, that oftentimes feel like you're coming at me instead of you're working with me. And I think just mm-hmm. to embrace the fact that we need to be different or else if I don't have you, I got nothing to do. Um, mm, if wow. you don't have me, yeah. no one hears you, sees you, whatever. And so it, for whatever reason, God made it this way that, that two very different groups of people have to work together for it to, mm. to be a thing. And so I would just say, embrace, embrace your counterparts, um, try to get to know them. Uh, you know, you, uh, Wherever you are, if you're standing behind a microphone, leave the microphone and go to the booth. If you're in the booth, leave the booth and go to the microphone. Like this is not gonna just magically happen. It takes takes work from all of us. Um, And really trust and relationship are, you know, it's a multi-way street. It's not just um, one way. And so um, it's all of our responsibility to create a culture where, yeah, where love is the is the main thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're just staying in your corner, it's harder to love someone. Oh man, that's, good. that's so that's good. good relationship, <laughs> uh, guys. Uh, Todd, thank you so much. Thanks for all that you're doing for the kingdom and uh, to encourage technical artists and all those who serve in the the technical arts and in production. And um, so again, guys, your homework: go to philo.org. <laughs> Buy a copy of I Love Jesus, But I Hate Christmas and register for Philo 2022. Uh, It's coming to uh, Chicago May 10th and 11th, and it's going to be awesome. So we love what you guys are doing. Thanks thanks. thanks so much for taking time today, and thanks for all that you're doing. Make sure sure you go uh, follow uh, Philo. That's hard to say. Follow (laughs) Philo on on the socials. Uh, They put out amazing content, and they've just got a really awesome community uh, of people from all over the world. So, uh, Todd, thanks so much, brother. We appreciate you. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been so great. I feel like we could probably uh, talk all day. So yeah, just uh, love what you guys are doing. And, you know, the, 
I think it's so easy in the local church to feel like uh, whatever you're doing, you're alone, nobody mm. gets you. That applies mm, to mm, mm. tech people as much as it applies to worship leaders. And yeah. so I love yeah. that, um, yeah, just the, with what you guys are doing that, mm. that uh, you're just helping people know I'm not alone mm. and you know, that, that uh, we're, he- we're here together to support each other. So yeah, just oh, thanks for having great. me on the podcast. And Oh man, yeah. our pleasure, yeah, our thanks, pleasure. Tom. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. That dude is the real deal. Yeah, we've 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 got to have him back because there's so much knowledge yes. that he has and experience uh, along along the way. Man, I tell you, uh, a couple of takeaways that I had was, <clears throat> you know, every now and then you're like, oh, that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for when he when he said, mm-hmm. and I think we kind of glossed over it. We got to dive deeper into it. But he said, we're trying to create a distraction free environment, mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. that's what it is because we talk all the time, like. I, I don't like it when stuff is so flashy that it puts the tension on it or it's so yeah, yeah. It, it's so mistake ridden or just phoned in that it puts attention on that. Like, like yeah. I want all of that to, to be, us not to be distracted because we wanna make much of Jesus. Yeah. So when he said distraction yeah. free zone, I'm like, oh, thank you for giving words to like what I'd seen, what I'd kind of heard, heard before. But like, what, what about you, man? What did you, what impact did you man, that, that? That focus on relationship. Um, yeah and how important that is for the people who serve on your team, as well as uh, the people who serve on the platform, you know, and uh, maybe not sitting back and waiting for them to come to you, uh, regardless of which place you serve, uh, but being willing to, to step out and, uh, you know, extend a hand of, of fellowship if you're a platform person to extend that fellowship mm-hmm. uh, to the person and the, the people, the team in the booth uh, or the behind the scenes and video control or whatever your situation looks like, um, man, I, that this, that focus on relationship, what a great, what a great reminder. Yeah. And uh, ser- seriously, I hope you guys will uh, consider coming to Philo in May. Um, it is a great, great first class event with wonderful, wonderful people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Todd said it like this. Uh, if you're staying in your corner, it's hard to love others. Oof, you're staying in your good, corner. Man. It's hard to love others. So, hey, senior pastors, if you're listening, uh, get out of your mm. corner, which may be the platform. Like I tell myself, I know we're chewed up on preaching on Sunday, but like, just get up and tell the team they're doing a, they're doing a good job. It'll, it'll go miles. We'll go miles. Amen. So, hey, as Amen. always, there's going to be tons more new content, tons more new interviews to help all of us get better at our craft in worship and in production and in leadership. And the way that you can stay current on that is to hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And do us a favor, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating with a super nice review because it's a huge help to us in spreading the word about the the podcast. And thanks for following us on all the socials. That's uh, at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, on Facebook and TikTok. TikTok, it's the same. And then on Twitter, just search hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Absolutely. And guys, we're blessed with one of the most amazing partners there is, Maven Media Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing all the production work on the podcast, all the all the lift outs from the podcast that you see on our socials and the graphics and uh, all of that stuff. That all comes from the, our good friends at Maven. So if you got a church, a business, ministry, someplace that needs help with graphic design or consulting, branding, social media, website development, whatever it is, uh, check out mavenmediaproductions.com. 
Amazon. They will crush it for you uh, because that's the kind of people they are. They are awesome. So uh, check them out, mavenmediaproductions.com. And thanks to my brother, Scott Hoke, for our voiceover intro. Guys, thanks for listening. We love you. Until next time, deuces. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.